Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! The other guys on the team like to make fun of my little shoulder pads. And also like to hide the special shoe I need to kick in the snow. Think it's so easy to kick a field goal from the 30-yard line They forget to add 7 yards for the snap And 10 more once the goalposts are pushed way back In 1974 the Uprats were right on the goal line But some of the players were running into them and getting hurt So screw the kicker Who cares about the kicker I was saying there's can you hear the fan my air can my air just shut no. off in the middle of our prep meeting earlier today we had a prep meeting we did have a prep meeting uh um, we no it did not i cannot hear it but okay. i'm all deaf so we didn't we didn't come up with a third topic i mean i was kind of thinking i don't think we need a third topic okay We're gonna well have- i thought i would start with this then is that howard stern's back Maybe that's our third topic, sort of. Yes. Um, Howard Stern's back. Um, I saw a video online of him talking to Martin Short and Steve Martin today. Yeah. And it's very bizarre. Like, Martin Short and Steve Martin are at Sirius. Right. In, like, a room, sitting on a couch, talking. They're in his studio. He said it in the interview. Um, I didn't listen to the full interview yet. Um, but then, and he's at home, right? Home studio. So it's like really weird. Um, Um, going off of our Martin short thing last week, I forgot. I have a friend who informed me that he, uh, well, that uh, another friend of ours, uh, dated Martin short's daughter for a little bit and that they'd like used to go to his house and he was a super nice guy and you would never have guessed that he was like Martin short. Outside of the fact they looks like him and all that stuff. Gotcha. Um, it is good to have him back in the fold, but now it's just adding another content thing that we have to listen to every day. Dude, I am so up to my ears in con. I am so behind on so many things, and it's like <laughs> I get stressed from this. I am so behind on some things. Um, he, yeah, so. The funniest thing that the, the thing I wanted to talk about with Howard was last week or last week yesterday, they were interviewing his uh, bodyguard Ronnie, was, and he just moved to Vegas, and they're kind of killing him for how hot it is in Vegas and making fun of him. Yeah. But they did a video special where they went and watched him and asked him to say goodbye to all the items in his house. Yeah. Did you listen heard, to this? I listened to it. Yeah. And they called it 
you fucking tablecloth. And he says, goodbye, tablecloth. You fucking suck, tablecloth. <laughs> and they wind up going on like the whole third verse of this song they made up about his hatred for this tablecloth. <laughs> tablecloth. And it was like, I mean, it was just one of those moments where I was like, thank God that I have this back in my life. I didn't realize how much I needed this. Yeah, and then Ronnie was saying, like, every place in the house that he had sex. Well, that, well, they were just trying to, yeah, they were trying to get him. He's like, what do you want to know about this place? And they're like, I don't know. What, you got some stories? He's like, cool, bad. Do I have some stories? You know, he's the best. Yeah. Um, you know, they're doing a show, a third show tomorrow with, uh, like, all live music with Metallica and Miley Cyrus. Oh. Oh, uh, did we catch you in the middle of something? I got a work text. Sorry. But anyway, um, what's new? You have any notes? Um, I am really hooked on talking about content. This is another problem. I'm really hooked on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, jeez. I really am. I did this like. Three years ago, I watched the Bachelor season. First of all, let me tell you this. Watching Bachelor with a significant other is a great exercise. It's super fun. So, like, my gal pal, since you've now owned la- uh, Lady Friend, my, my gal, she likes to talk a lot when we watch stuff. And it drives me absolutely insane. It's like... This is this is our routine is somebody will say something in the show and she'll be like, what do you say? And I'll be like, I'll, I'll give this shoot this look. I'll hit pause and I'll go, what? <laughs> and she'll say, what did he just say? And I'll say. He said, like, the gum costs a dollar fifty. No, I mean, it's never anything that's really plot like important and yeah, uh to do with the plot and so that's what i said right yeah and i'll say did you really need to know I'm that going fresh <laughs> did you really need to know that she, well i don't want to miss anything if it's important i'll let you know you know yeah. so we have this relationship and we watch things that it drives me nuts the bachelor in paradise this is a show you do not need to watch. <laughs> no. It is 10 times better with a running commentary. So she like excels at watching it. Like I was telling her last night, I'm like, you're really good at watching this way. We finally found a place for all of your questions and comments. <laughs> so what's um, the between bachelor in paradise and the regular bachelor? Uh, well, the regular bachelor or bachelorette, they have one person and everybody is in the house vying for that one person's, um, you know, to be their fiance. Right. And in this, in Bachelor in Paradise, it's a bunch of people who lost at like the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Usually they take the craziest people. They throw them all on an island and say, um, you know, couple, find, you know, start dating. And each week they have a rose ceremony to keep like people on. So you need to be coupled up or someone has to be interested in you in order for you to stay to keep going. So it's a little like, are you the one? Although I've never really saw a full season of that, but 
I've never seen either one. Uh, but I mean, look, it's not unlike every other dating show. Um, but this season's great. It's like really great. And I don't know if the other seasons aren't the one season I watched of it before everybody got coupled up real fast and they just kind of became like this click of mean people. And I was like, well, this isn't fun. I don't need like, I don't need to see that this year. Like there's like a couple people you might recognize are back and they're like, they're throwing uh curveballs at people. They're like throwing like ex fiancés are showing up. And then there's like a couple couples that they addressed this week who like completely came. Um, sorry, I didn't expect to go on this long, but they completely came there like as in a relationship already, but tried to pretend that they weren't. Oh. And they did it and they, they're like caught a mic saying they're like trying to get more Instagram followers and stuff. And so like everybody who's like there for real, like, do you remember the guy grocery store, Joe? No, you're fortunate. Anyway, he's like a really good guy. And he was like, that's it. I'm calling these people out. Cause he's like really there. His last girlfriend he met on bachelor in paradise, maybe became engaged. And he's like, I'm coming back because I want to get engaged again. You know, like, and he was like, hey, we're here for, like, love, okay? You guys are here for, like, followers and a free vacation. So did they get voted off? It's not that they get voted off because nobody's voting. But they're like, do us all a favor and just leave. You know? And then there's one guy who's, like, super jacked. Like, he's, like, a linebacker. And he's like... He was, like, super pissed about it, too. He came and he got in their faces, and he's like, you played yourselves. <laughs> anyway, I, like, love this. I can't, like, I mean, it's not shocking, but, like, each episode's two hours. So now, like, there's two episodes per week. So now I'm devoting my Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to three different two-hour reality TV shows. I'm, like, way over in my head. Well, uh, I'm guessing you have, uh, you're talking about the challenge. Yeah, that, that right. Um, yeah, I'm excited for, like, we don't really have a lot to say yet about the challenge. No. Um, and I'm sure we can spare some people that listen to our challenge talk. But, uh, no, I haven't, I don't watch... Any really reality? I watched this reality game show called The Circle that just premiered uh, some new episodes today. But other than that, I don't watch too many reality shows other than the uh, um, the Challenge and HGTV. That's about it. Okay. But uh, any other notes? Uh, no. I mean, no. That's it. Okay, well, we have uh, NFL starts tomorrow. We're going to be doing our picks and bets for the season. Yeah, I'm actually up as we're as you talk. I'm updating because my odds have changed from when I originally did this. So, uh, just letting oh, you know yeah. in case I get something wrong. I'm like, that's what I'm doing. I didn't even look at that, so my my odds might be wrong too. Um, and then we're going to be talking about movies. Shocking. Uh, movies that come out or planning on calling coming out this fall and kind of our uh, 
immediate reactions uh, without knowing much about it. Um, preview, a preview, as they say. Um, all right. So I think we're going to start the movies, right? Yeah, let's all go to the movies. All right. I did not go to the movies today. I was, I thought about it, but then Shang Chi. We can start with Shang Chi because I mean I figure we're going to go in an order of when everything's getting released, right? Yeah, I have the list right here. So let's let's talk real quick because I mean it, these are the kinds of uh, I know he says every once in a while, but this is like one of those shows of why we decided to start recording ourselves talk and then calling it a podcast yeah. is um, because let's be honest. There's no real production that goes in, uh, other than you pick out a song at the end and throw it in the front. Um, but, um, you know, fall movie preview and, like, betting on the NFL season, like, these are the things we really, like, wanted to talk about. So, yeah. my the, question... Go ahead. And the challenge. Yeah, and the challenge. Well, my question to you is... We did this for summer movies. There's no way you still have that list. When you were asking, like, what summer movies I'd see and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I can tell you, I probably saw, like, three of them. Like, I didn't see anything. You felt like you saw a lot of summer movies this year? Yeah, I think I've seen a good amount. I mean, all the ones that I want to see, there's a bunch that I'm waiting for to come on demand. Because, obviously, I'm not spending every week at the theater now. Uh, especially when no one wants to go to the theater. Um, I have not. I have not been to the theater. You've been how many times? Um, I don't know. I mean, recently I went to see Candyman, um, which was good, except for it wasn't that scary. It was just more bi- like violent than scary. Um, and then uh, I saw one other. So I haven't once. I haven't seen been to the theater that many times. But you want to see this um, Shang Chi? Shang Chi. So, so why would I want to see Shang Chi? Like what? Like I don't understand. You would ask if I wanted to see this, and I was like, no interest. And then I was like, why am I turning it down so fast? Like what? Why am I not interested? Like what? What would tell me why I should like Shang Chi? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but... Uh, I, I understand. It, like, uh, what's this, what's, who, who is right this guy? Now, right now, it, it got really good reviews. Yes, it's got a very high Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, it's just uh, they're bringing martial arts into the Marvel kind of universe, which is kind of exciting for some people. Uh, also representing uh, the Asian, Asian culture. Culture. Which is a big, which is a huge influence on a lot of the Marvel stuff, and doesn't get the props. You know what's really cool? My friend Peter, who listens to this podcast, his daughter. I mean, I haven't, I haven't talked about this recently, but she was into anime. My cousin, all his kids are like really into anime, and like this, you know, there's this new Star Wars anime show coming out. What's that? It looks, re- it looks really. It's um. Uh, what's it called? It's called like, I'll look it up. It's called like Legends or something. Basically, it's like four different um, four different artists did um, series like on. Um, it's like one off stories for Star Wars stories uh, done in anime. Um, 
So it looks really cool. It's called Legends. Oh, did it come out already? I don't know. I haven't heard of it. Not that I know. No, it's not that. No, Legends is the it's the Marvel thing. Um, but it's something like that. Uh, it's cool. It looks looks really good. Um, people are psyched about. It. Um, anyway. So I got really sick this week. I should probably call myself out for this. I got really sick this week. Thought I like thought I had a fever. Totally thought I was COVID. Took the test. Not COVID. I was on a production. It was like super janky. Um, but like, you know, I was all hopped up on medicines and shit. So I was feeling all kind of funky. And I wound up um, rewatching like the end of Rogue One and the end of Mandalorian just so I could like have a good cry. <laughs> and that's that's when I knew that I was like a complete tool. Yeah. It was that it was at that many days I was I mean I had been I had suspected it about myself, but when I last Wednesday last Thursday, I was fully like I was like watching I had to like watch, and then I watched people watch, um, like the Mandalorian, and I was like, "It's just so sad, but it's so awesome." <laughs> All right. So anyway, so Shang Chi. Um, we're saying that uh, it's it's, yeah. Yeah, it's the big movie right now. Okay. Um. um all right, so I'm just going to go through, like, kind of, like, the major movies. Are I you going about. in order of... See, because here's the thing. When I start talking about movies oh, no. that I would... In, in order of release. Good, okay. When I start talking about movies I would have seen, the only movie I think that I didn't see this summer that I wanted to go see in the theater is, like, Zola. I saw Zola. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saw it. We rented it. I'm not going to take your opinion on Zola because I don't think I don't think it'd be a fair opinion. I think you're a little too critical of uh, experimental features. Zola, there was no story. I didn't like it. Okay. All right. Let's go. Um, all right. So next week is the card counter. Looking great. Oscar Isaac card poker movie. Is that a theater only movie right now? Yeah, unfortunately. Focus. We just did a piece for it, uh, an interview with the. I want to see that. So you know who wrote that or who directed that is the guy that wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah. Who's like insane? I mean, he's not insane, but he's like, I don't give a, a, an F. I'll say you know, he'll say anything. He's very off the cuff. Yeah, he's very off the cuff. All right. Also, a horror movie on Netflix called Malignant, which is. um, James Wan did uh, a bunch of oh. like, huge yeah. armors, conjuring and stuff. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be just on HBO Max or Netflix or one of those. Uh, all right, so then we have the Eyes of Tammy Faye, starring um, what's her name? Uh, Jessica Chastain. Chastain and Andrew Garfield as. Uh, Tina or Tammy Faye Baker. Um, I saw the trailer for this, and I have to say that the makeup looks terrible. 
Yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. I don't understand. Just, just get people in that age range to play those people. Yeah, whoever did the makeup on this, like, it, it just, it's terrible. Like, Andrew Garfield doesn't even look like he's, I mean, I think he's probably, what, around 32 or something? He doesn't even look 25, and you're going to make him a uh, 50-year-old? Yeah. Like, he's not, I, I, this is one of those things that I don't understand. Like, he's not, he's a good actor, but he's not a draw. You know, it's not worth sad sabotaging your movie to make sure he's the lead you know i mean you could probably find an equal at the box office in in you know a 20 year older person to play that role i would imagine yeah i don't know it just it looks it looks the makeup it seems a little distracting but it may be a good movie who knows um that day there's a couple other things coming out but the one thing that I sent you last week that I wanted to do a breakdown of is that Prisoners of Ghostland with Nicolas Cage. Oh. It looks all, like, crazy. Like, uh, it, it looks like uh, Mad Max Thunderdome uh, meets Western. It looks crazy. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that once we break that down. Um, Perhaps. The week after. Dear wait, wait, what about, you don't want to talk about the Clint Eastwood movie? Cry Macho is on HBO Max. I mean, I don't know. Sure, we can talk about it. I don't, I don't know. Well, anything. I just think it looks, I mean, I think that's kind of a big deal, but I watched the trailer for that, and he punches some guy out, and it looks like when he throws his punch that his arm's going to fall off. Well, probably is. He's like 90-something years old. It's tough. Um, he said okay. that, he said a while ago that he was not doing any more movies, and then he's doing that. Um like acting in it anyway. So then after that, we have the big Broadway adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen, which I really wanted to see in the uh, Broadway or on the stage or whatever. Uh, and I never got to see it, but it's like, I'm sure this is going to be a big hit. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we're going to like it. I, my I, Every instinct says not to like this, but I'm sure once I see it, I will. Yeah. Um, all right. Then we have. Uh, I didn't. I didn't love this trailer either. I don't remember it. I haven't seen it in a while. There you go. But it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be good. Um, all right. So then, October first, we have uh, the prequel to prequel movie to Sopranos, The Many Saints of Newark. Um, are you excited for this? Yeah, I, I'm having trouble containing my excitement for this. I've seen a lot of clips. <laughs> well, not a lot. A few clips, and I just... It looks it looks really good. James Gandolfini's son is playing him, his role. But, like, I thought, like, when they announced that, that he was going to be the star of it, but he's not. He's just, like, a side character. Yeah, it's all about... I talked to some people that worked on this, and it's all about uh, Chris's dad. Yeah, his uncle. It's about Tony's uncle. Yeah. Um, and the guy who plays him is some, like, I read a whole, so Rolling Stone, for some reason, is doing some whole rollout with this movie where, like, every day they're releasing a new huge piece on it, a new huge interview. Um, so I read the interview on the guy that's the lead in it because he's married to Emily Mortimer, 
But other than that, he's like really never, he's played a few small roles, but he's never played the main guy. And I'm kind of excited for him because he seemed like a, like a guy you'd root for, you know? Yeah. And then you throw in like Ray Liotta is perfect for this. I just, uh, what's his name? The guy who played from, uh, or whatever his name is. Yeah. 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 The guy from walking dead. He's perfect for this. It's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, all right. So then this, we have... this is my first of my five I'm most excited for. I didn't write down those five, but I'm just putting that one in as my one of my five I'm most excited for. Oh, I forgot about doing that, actually. That's okay. I did I did too. So I'm just saying that that's one. All right. Uh, Venom 2 is that same day. I don't know if you saw the Venom movie. I liked Venom, the first Venom. This one is directed by Andy Serkis. This thing has been pushed around forever. It's been supposed to come out like four different times, and then it just keeps moving. But I think it's finally landed on October 1st, and it's going to come out. And uh, it's got Woody Harrelson as the bad guy, um, which is always a good thing. I like Woody Harrelson. Um, We'll see how this turns out. I don't know. Might be. I saw the trailer. Seems like extra CGI in this. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go see... Now, where is this one? Is this something you have to go see in the theater? Yeah. Yeah, I won't see this in the theater. I'll just tell you right now. All right, then the week after that is a movie that we are probably going to see in the theater, No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. Yeah, that might be my first foray back into the theater. I'd have to say that's probably number two on my top five. I'm excited to see. Yeah, this is definitely uh, one of my top... Uh, Excited to see um, of the fall. Now, what was the last one? Was, was the last one Scott? No, there's been one since Skyfall, right? Yeah, Spectre. Or something. Spectre. Yeah. Uh, and people didn't like that one as much, if I remember correctly. Robbie Malik's the bad guy in this. That bothers me already. Um, there's speculation that it's a classic Bond villain, but. Uh, that he plays, but nothing's been confirmed. Right. Um, uh, all right. So then that same day. Hey, I read this article on the, this guy who is a producer on all the Bond movies. And he wasn't a movie producer, but he invested some money in it. And like, just because like, to like, he owned a little piece of it. And he's the only person that like stuck with it throughout the years. And now, like, it's kind of he and I guess whoever the I think Sony's the the original. I forget, but they they're the two that control all the IP of it. And this guy's made like billions off of this. And he was just like some regular. He was a regular guy. He had some money, but he was a guy who had nothing to do with films. Who just wanted? Who just got asked to invest in it? It's crazy. All right, what else comes out that day? Lamb that we talked about before. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Uh, this crazy movie about a lamb stalking a lamb baby. Um, and then the mother lamb stalking people. Uh, all right. So then the week after that, the two big movies, the new Halloween comes out, just premiered at uh, Venice yesterday. Yep. Some mixed reviews on that. Uh, it's probably not that good. Yeah. It's on, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, 
Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of... The trailer up. was basically the whole end of the first movie. Yeah. Well, they're trying not to give stuff away. Um, and then... They gave away the end of the first movie. I'll tell you what gave a lot of things... I'll tell you when we get to what the new okay. trailer gives a lot away. Uh, and then that same day is the last duel that Ridley Scott, uh, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, and... Uh, um, what's her name? Um... Jody Comer from Killing Eve. Basically like a Me Too movie that takes place in the time when you had, you know, Knights time. I don't even know what year that would be. When you're Knights. Four, Knights of 14th, the 14th century. Okay. I'm excited for this. Uh, I, although Ben Affleck in, in the 14th century doesn't sound great to me. But I'm still going to check it out. He probably has a small. I don't think he has a big role. But Well, you know, the thing that's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't put this in my top five most excited because there's a lot of different places this can go wrong. I mean, it already looks weird, you know, the costume drama thing. But it's the first movie since Good Will Hunting that those two, that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote together. So, yeah. It's kind of exciting for that. And it's, I like the idea of showing the same thing happen in three different perspectives, which is kind of what happened. Um, I didn't know that was the story. Yeah, so they brought in a third woman to help them write it. I forget what her name is. Um, and she wrote the woman's story, and then they each wrote the guy. They, they wrote the guy's story together. Um, I don't know if this is a theater thing for me, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. If we'll gonna... see. We'll see how comfortable life is then. Okay, and then the next week is probably my number one most anticipated this uh, fall is Dune. Yeah, I mean, I am with you. It looks so good. Yeah. If De- if Denis Villeneuve pulls this off, right? If this movie is as good or like in the same ballpark as Arrival or uh, Sicario, like, he becomes, yeah, like, he becomes, like, one of those, guy, like, legendary guys right now, right? Yeah, he's on that list of people whose movies you have to see, regardless of, you know, I think we talked about this before, like, directors that come out with movies that you have to see, and he's, like, becoming one of those guys. Yeah, and if he if he if he pulls off a movie like this that's got a big scale, like high concept, failed in the past, well maybe debatably failed in the past, um, because everybody, yeah, what, yeah, big space adventure. Well, because he he, I mean, were you a Blade Runner twenty fifty four guy? Not really. See, I loved that, but I was one of a few people that like loved it. I mean, I liked it. I just didn't think it was sure. fantastic. I think that's kind of the consensus. I just thought it was so beautiful. I was like, so if he can, if he can take what worked in that and put it to this story, uh, with those with that cast, um, man, this thing could be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. That same day is the new Wes Anderson movie, The French. So that's definitely top five. Like wow, a- my top five is going to be a lot of a lot a lot in there. 
I would have put Dune in there, but I, feel I like saw this top coming. five is going to be longer than five. Uh, yeah, I think I got to cut some of my top five already. It's got like a huge cast that like all of its movies do. Um, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Bill Murray, uh, Adrian Brody, Benicio del Toro, Owen Wilson, Timothy Chalamet. I mean, the list goes on and on, as they say. Uh, obviously, not much is known, not known about this movie yet, but we know it's going to be quirky. Quirky, yeah. <laughs> I just watched uh, Grand Budapest Hotel again. I love that movie. So. Um, when we saw Grand Budapest Hotel, you guys all yelled at me for laughing out loud. Just want to say. Yeah, I've seen it a few times since the theater, and I, I, it's gotten better every single time I've seen it. Everybody kept shushing me for laughing at the movie. Here's my problem, though. Like, as his cast get so big, like, does it take away from the story because you don't have enough screen time from the people you want, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I fear, now I don't know that it's coming to this, but I fear it becoming, like, less main story and more cool little stories within this plot. It's just my fear. I don't know. Look, that's what this is. Uh, a bunch of different stories that revolves around a newspaper and it's apparently supposed to be a love letter to journalists. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, all right. So the week after that is the, another Marvel movie called The Eternals with Angelina Jolie. Um, Kamal... A Kamal Nanjami, uh, and some other, yeah, a bunch of Salma Hayek, Kit Harrington. Um, it's like this big, huge trying to be the next Avengers movie. Um, I don't really know much. I, about yeah, me neither. Okay, all right. Trailer yeah, Mike. Fighting yeah. aliens. No, same thing. Yeah, the old fighting aliens bit. Which is, uh, all right, so then we have Spencer that same day, which is the um, Princess Diana, Kristen Stewart movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. How are we feeling about that? Sure. I like, I'm, I'm into Kristen Stewart. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I skipped. I skipped over a week. Sorry. And October 29th. Last night in Soho. Hold on a second. I still have you at October 22nd because there's still ones on October 22nd I've got going on here. October 22nd is Dune and French Dispatch. Let me see. October 22nd. I have, yeah. And then, wait, but I'm, that's right. I still have more on the 22nd. The Harder They Fall. That's oh. the Black Western. Oh, yeah, that looks great, but I don't have that on the list here. I'm curious. Yeah. So you think that looks great? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's got good people. I'm just, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm looking forward to it. And then I had Jackass, but that got moved, right? Yeah. Because okay. they're so, doing another stunt or something. Oh. I, I mean, because that's, that's my number one of everything that I can't wait for. Yeah. They are doing another stunt that they want to add to the movie. Okay. Um, all right. So, sorry. October 29th, Last Night in Soho. Yeah. So the new trailer came out. I don't know if you saw it. But no. it actually, don't watch it. I would say not watch it because it actually, like, shows a lot of the plot. 
Oh, okay. And uh, I wish I hadn't seen it because um, it would have been a nice surprise what the plot was. Um, but that movie looks great. It's the girl from Jojo Rabbit as the star. Um, and um, what's her name? Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy from uh, chess movie, the chess thing. Queen's uh, Gambit. Queen's Gambit and uh, Edgar Wright, who has made some great films. Um, and this just looks like a time travel ghost story mystery, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, this looks awesome. Yeah, this is definitely in my top five. Uh, that same day, Army of Thieves comes out, which I don't know if you watched the Army of Dead on Netflix but this is like the prequel to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Then the week after November 5th is the Eternals and Spencer. Wait, uh, what about, do you have a Come On, Come On, that's that Joaquin Phoenix movie? No, Mike Mills? No, I don't see that. Okay, well, that comes out the, 20, tw- uh, the 29th, from what I understand. New right. Mike Mills movie, it's basically about like Joaquin Phoenix... Uh, looking after his like kid's kid or his sister's kid. Um, it's like a uh, guy that shouldn't be with a kid, like learning to love a kid kind of thing, you know. Uh, what's the Mark Ruffalo one? Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Laura Linney. Really? None of us can, can come up with that? No. Mangina. What was that from? I forgot where that came from, but he is a, he is the man, John. All right. Uh, all right. Keep going. We're never going to get through this. All right. So Red Notice is the week after that. That's the Netflix movie with Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Art Thief FBI action movie that looks like a big spy kind of spy movie. You can count on me. That's the movie I was thinking of. Okay. For the Mangina. But, oh, I liked You Can Count on Me. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Red Notice looks fun. I'm in. It's got a huge cast. It's going to be good. And what date is that? November 12th. All right, so did you see anything about Finch? No. Oh, That's a Tom, Tom Hanks and a robot. No. Yeah. The robot's played by Caleb Landry Jones. And basically, he's like a guy who's like a robot expert, and like the world's coming to an end. So he's been like hiding, but he's about to die. So he's got to like get out of the bunker and like go on a journey to help, you know, mankind exist or whatever. I don't know. Well, if it has Tom Hanks, I'll probably watch it. It's going to be an Apple, I think. Uh, the other one that I have that I, I don't... Did you see anything for Belfast? Uh, yeah, I just I skipped over it. Cause oh, I'm excited for Belfast. That's like white guy European porn. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Like black and white, coming of age story of like the motherland. It's going to be good. Okay. All right, keep going. Red Notice. Next. 
Uh, the week after that, we got Ghostbusters. Which, Wait, did you do Tick, Tick, Boom? Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to keep doing this? Wait, no, I don't oh, know. you're the only one that's allowed to talk about movies? No, but we're just not focused here. What's Tick, Tick, Boom? No, I don't know what Tick, Tick, Boom is. That's a Lin-Manuel Miranda movie, uh, basically, with um, Andrew Garfield playing like Lin-Manuel Miranda, like okay. going through. That's the same like, day as this. Yes. All right, go ahead. Come on. Go ahead, keep going. I'll shut up. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is on my top uh, list. It got moved because Top Gun was supposed to come out uh, Thanksgiving, November 19th, and it moved. Um, so I actually think this moved a week. It's not noted here. But I think Ghostbusters moved into the slot for Thanksgiving, um, which uh, is kind of like a reboot um kind of story that it also encompasses like the old ghostbusters oh jesus it's taking so long okay it is king richard is also that day the uh that, uh, that script is awesome serena williams really that he's perfect for that script that script is so good i read it like it was on the blacklist like 2 years ago he's going to he'll 100% be nominated yeah, they're Just saying, saying he's the front runner to win. Great. Right now. Go ahead. Tick, tick, boom. Found it. What is tick, tick, boom? I already said what it was. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't right. even want to see it. I just thought it was a, it was relevant to the conversation. <laughs> the weekend. More so than the, more so than the uh, uh, Walking Dead, whatever. What about Ghostbusters? You don't have any comment on Ghostbusters? I don't have any comments until I have to. You said it all. Of course, Ghostbusters would be awesome. It's, it's fucking um, what's his name? Uh, Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman doing his dad's like biggest film, like the sequel with kids. It's like that is set up to be like awesome. Hopefully, they don't blow it because Reitman. I love Re- like good Reitman is awesome. Bad Reitman stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, House of Gucci. Yeah, that looks good. Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, I think, is in this. Salma Hayek. Uh, I don't know, really know what this is about, but uh, is it about the murder or the kidnapping? Do we have enough of this? Yeah, well, it's... it's um, yeah, it's about, like, they hired, like, a hitman to, like, murder... They had a like Gucci. Yeah, they did a whole show of this, right? And it's, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Ridley Scott. Yeah. Go ahead. Ridley Scott did this too? Yep. He's got two movies coming out this fall. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, then we got a Beatles documentary. Uh, Peter Jackson's documentary, which should be pretty good on Disney. Uh, And then November 26th, Soggy Bottom. You ready for this? Paul Paul Thomas. Who the hell knows what this is about, but this should be number one on everybody's list because Paul Thomas and Anderson made another movie. Yeah, it's uh, set in the 1970s. Film follows high school student is also successful. Child actor starts Bradley Cooper. 
and a bunch of uh, like Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid. Oh, I didn't know that. He's the student. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'll add something when it when it matters. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, I don't want to get yelled at, but I know that's important. I'm not yelling at you. What uh, What else? Do you have anything in the nope. month of November that you want to talk nope. about? Nope. Nope. We're good. Oh, this is great. We're having a good time. Um, I right. don't. December 3rd is Nightmare Alley. It's a horror movie with uh, Guillermo del Toro, who's been a lot of miss lately. Um, but we'll see how that goes. It's a movie called Wolf. I don't know what this is. With Lily Rose Depp. I don't know. I don't know. December 10th, West Side Story. Um, you're not going to help me out now. I'm done. I am. Stephen you're, going, you're taking it. I don't listen. If I introduce the movie, you got some problems with it. So I'm going to. No, I. West Side Story. Yeah, uh, Spielberg. Yeah, there you go. Sharks and Jets. Redoing it. Um, it's going to be bilingual. We're trying to incorporate it. Looks, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and that same day, a movie um, called Unforgivable is that coming out. It's with Sandra Bullock and John Berthenol, which we just talked about. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she's like a draw anymore, but I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I'm not commenting. This has gone really bad. Uh, well, Spider- maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't yell at people for participating. You're not the only person who gets to go see movies this year. All right. Well, we're almost done. So, if you have anything you want to talk about, December seventeenth is Spider Man. The new Spider-Man that's going to have like all three Spider-Mans in it, which is going to be. I, it, I didn't like that trailer. It didn't but, really. You know what? I, I never liked the trailer for Spider-Man movies, and I and I really liked the first one, and I did like I I liked the second one. I loved the first one, so I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I thought the second one. I didn't really care for the villain too much. No, uh, but the first one was really good. Um. Okay, now the next week is the trailer that just came out. Sorry. Don't look it up. Netflix? The huge Adam McKay movie with DiCaprio and uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. The trailer came out today. That's a can't miss her. Yeah. It's going to have some alien stuff probably. Got Chalamet, uh, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Chris Evans. Gonna be pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Um, big day. It's weird to see a, a DiCaprio movie come out on Netflix. Just want to say. Yeah, and a comedy. So it's gonna be weird. Yeah, I'm excited for him to do a comedy. It's about time. So that same day, there's like two other big movies coming out. One is The King's Man. Which well, is, fortunately, you don't have to leave your house for that one. So, Netflix, yeah. The King's Man is the prequel to the the Kingsman, and then uh, is that the, a big movie? Yeah, do people care about the Kingsman. I do. I think it's cool. 
Oh, well, as long as you're entertained. Yeah, I, uh, this is, I'm, in, I'm looking forward to this movie. They've pushed this a few times, too, which I don't know if that's a good sign. Also, it's with COVID, so, so who knows? Um, and then The Matrix, the new Matrix movie, which the trailer is coming out tomorrow. Have you gone on the website? No, I haven't. If you go on the website, you can pick a red pill or a blue pill, and it shows you like little clips from each life, but they're clips from the new movie stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, kind of cool. The uh, the trailer comes out tomorrow. Full trailer. That that is gonna. Um, that's a theater movie, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, that's gonna blow everything up. That might be the first. If we're like all healthy-ish by then, which we won't be because America sucks. But if we're like healthy enough by then, like that movie will reinvigorate the entire movie theater thing. I, I think it's, it could be that big. Yeah, I agree. Like you think about it, because that's such a big movie, especially for the time it came out and everything that's happened since. This huge blockbuster. And then all the shit that Keanu's done in that time, like with the John Wick stuff. So like, Everything is still relevant. It's going to be huge. Yeah. That's it? Uh, no, a couple more. Uh, December 25th, Christmas Day. American Underdog, which is Zach Levy playing Kurt Warner. Oh. No, I never heard of Okay. It's a Kurt Warner story. Great. Is that a Christian movie? Um... Probably. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about this. Um, this is like, who the hell wants a Kurt Warner? I want to know who they're going to get to play the, his wife, and I want to see how they do her hair. I think um, Anna Paquin is the oh. wife. Okay. Um, that's true. She has, <laughs> she has interesting hair. Uh, and then I guess the the last couple movies are a movie called The Adam Project. Sean Levy movie. Mm-hmm. A man must travel back in time to help his 13-year-old self. I don't know. And then uh, Cyrano, which is the uh, the movie with uh, Peter Dinklage doing Cyrano. Ben Mendelsohn and Halle Bennett. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what Cyrano is. Joe Wright, director. Cyrano de Bergerac, you know, the, that whole classic story, Roxanne. No. Remember Roxanne with Steve Yes. Hall? It's that story. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. The only other one I wanted to talk about that you didn't talk about, if I'm allowed, am I allowed to bring up yeah, one more? Please, please, uh, whatever you would like, sir. Red Rocket. I don't even know what Red Rocket is. So Red Rocket was this movie. I think it did really well at Cannes. Um, and there, like out of Cannes, there was buzz that Simon Rex could be a serious contender for best actor. Okay. What's the he basically, he plays a, a former porn star who's like trying to get out, you know, who's like trying to... Um, like he's come back home after his career's flamed out. He comes back home to like Texas. And it's written directed by Sean Baker. 
who I really, really like. Are you a Sean Baker guy? Uh, what, what has he done? Florida Project and uh, yeah. Tangerine. Yeah. Kind of into whatever this guy does. He starts doing something like this. Now we're, now we're talking like Boogie Nights kind of life. You know, like, is this, you know, he starts moving in a PTA uh, trajectory. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, yeah, did really well at can. So, um, I'll, I'll spare you the Denzel stuff. He's got like a Macbeth coming out, and he's directing a movie with Michael B. Jordan. So, uh, other than that, I think you covered it pretty well. What's the Michael B. Jordan movie? Uh, it's called Journal for Jordan. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a Denzel movie. That's a that's. Um, oh yes, it is. Denzel's directing it. Um, it's a guy who like comes back from I- Iraq, I think. It's basically the story. Um, uh, Station Iraq. He wrote a journal for his infant son back home, offering advice on life and love. So I'm sure it's going to be like really tear jerky. Dude, we didn't talk about the Macbeth movie. So that's directed by Joel Cohen and starring Denzel and Francis McDormand. It's in black and white. Yeah, it's what are be, your thoughts? On, I think it's going to be tough. Well, well, yeah, right? It's going to be tough to watch, but, you know, it's got a lot of people that we like. Do you, do you think anybody cracked a smile for a single day on that set? No, but they're saying Denzel Washington is going to be nominated for that. It's like the most intense people ever doing, like, really serious Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. Like, apparently the Coen brothers aren't super, like, they're just very serious, you know, they're like, just because they know they're very good at what they do. Um, anyway, cool. Well, uh, thank you. Good job by you. Up until halfway through. And then we... I don't know. We, you, you, you sped it up. You could have done it with a little... Um, you did what you had to do. You made the right decision. You just didn't do it the right way. Okay, thank you. Uh, there's a new Resident Evil movie coming out, too. I don't know if that... No. Does anything to do with anything? All right. So now we're going to move on to, uh, since we talked about Kurt, we talked about Kurt Warner movie. We're going to move to our NFL picks, NFL season preview and our picks, which is you're probably going to have to, uh, run this section because I have just a lot of things written down and you're a little bit more organized. Well, let's, all right, let's, we'll see. Um, all right, so we're going to go over our NFL bets. Um, first of all, do you want to make predictions for, like, I'll do this. Do you have predictions of who's going to go to the playoffs or who do you like or, or should we wait and do that at the end after we've gone through everything? Uh, sure. we'll, do, we'll do it after because I think we'll get, a, we'll get a feel throughout this. Um, do you have any, I'm going to start with some play, like some basic, like, stuff. Okay. Uh, do you have any players for MVP? I don't have any uh, MVP. Neither back. do I. Um, I have some offensive and defensive rookie of the year stuff that I was interested in. Are, are you there? Are you have anything there? I don't have anything there, but I'm interested in hearing what you got. So I like, I mean, look, I like Micah Parsons. I think he looks awesome uh, on hard knocks. He's like one of the only people that looks awesome. Um, not that I'm going to base my bets off hard knocks. So I like him as defensive rookie of the year, five to one. I 
love offensive rookie of the year. There's two guys I love. Who do you like for just without seeing the odds? Who do you like for offensive rookie of the year? Uh, Lawrence. Me too. Plus four fifty. Um, and what about um, Najee Harris? Ten to one. Those are my two. I love that those are your first two because those are the first two I've got as well. Yeah, the thing um, about Najee Harris is, and as we know, uh, Lawrence is starting. Uh, Najee Harris is going to be like starting every game unless he gets hurt. Yeah, I'm. I have a lot of Najee Harris stuff going on in my betting so this is a very good very good start for you and i i'm yeah, just gonna say that one of my favorite bets is Najee harris all right that we're we're gonna do okay uh it means we're gonna lose a lot of money yeah. um but i like that we're at least starting off in the same place okay uh comeback player of the year i've got dak prescott at two to one and um mccaffrey at ten to one i liked both of those is there anybody else anything in there I would say Barkley. Oh, yeah. Comeback player of the year. Barkley. 12 to 1. Let me write that down. That's not a bad one. You know, here's the thing. Well, I'll get into it. I had the, I had the um, Giants, honestly. I had them in a lot of my bets. And they're, they look so shitty this preseason. And I don't like to blame everything in preseason, but they just don't look good. The only thing I have to say about the preseason is they really didn't start any. They had no wide receivers or running backs that they started. They started their offensive line, and they did put their quarterback in, the, in some positions to do some things, and he was off. And right. those are two huge looks. They made a couple Sunday. of trades. They made a couple of trades um, and got some offensive linemen. They gave up a bunch of draft picks. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not – you're never going to – I mean, look, I'm not going to ask you to try to sell me on the Giants because it's stupid because you're going to do it anyway. So I'm not going to believe you. Uh, I think they but, get over seven wins. I can tell you that. Maybe not a lot over seven wins, but I feel like they can win eight games, eight or nine games. They're right, either we'll – to- listen, they're either a seven-win team or a nine-win team. That's how I feel. Okay. You don't think they could be an eight-win Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be in that range, but... You like, said either seven or nine. Seven or nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, coach of the year. Do you have anybody you like for coach of the year? Um, no. Maybe the Green Bay coach? I don't know. Oh, got Buffalo Bills. Um, who? All right, who's the Bills coach? You have to you have to remind me, everybody. Staley, right? Um, who's Staley? Staley's he's the favorite at eight to one. I'll just say this: it's rather than waste everyone's time, I like Sean Belichick. Sean McDermott. McDermott. Okay, that's right. McDermott is eight to one. I liked Belichick when he was ten to one or fifteen to one. Apparently, he's done a ten to one. I liked McVay, who's out twenty to one. Uh, and I had originally, okay, I originally had your boy Judge at um, 
30 to one. He is now still 30 to one. But again, I'm not, I'm not buying that team anymore. So I can't, uh, no. Okay. Um, Super Bowl. Oh, team to win the Super Bowl. Do you have anything there? Um, well, I like the Super Bowl matchup of Green Bay Bills. Okay. Uh, what does that pay? 50 to 1. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So I like, if I'm not going to take the Bucks and Chiefs, I like Green Bay Buffalo. Okay. Um, these are the teams I put that I like. Uh, Casey at plus 550. Uh, Bills at 12 to 1. And the Rams at 14 to 1. Those are my my the odds I liked. Um, and you like uh, Packers, Bills at 50 to 1. Worst record. Anything there? Yes, I have worst record. We've got this every year, so. Detroit. I have Detroit as worst record. I think it's 9 to 2 or something. Plus 400. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, with you. I think uh, that's a good bet. Well, I think you got to put, I think you do have to put Houston there because Houston looks awful. Yeah, they do look terrible, but. They're plus 175, but I think you do both. I, I would be, I'd, I'd say let's bet both of those. We'll, uh, We'll see. Um, I don't even know anyone on the offensive side of the ball for Detroit. Other than their job. Yeah. All their receivers left. Yep. Marvin Jones and Galladay and all these people like left. And then the running back was hurt last year. Swift. It was a, uh, promising but I don't know they just they don't have anybody there's no way they can compete I can't imagine them winning more than three games which I have Detroit under four and a half wins at plus 105 alright well we're going to get to that Um, I'm trying to see what else where where else I got in this top stuff how about um, division winners um, all right, so division winners, the two bets that I like are Bills to win AFC East. What's their, what are their odds? It was two to three. All right. I don't know what it was there. Uh, and Ravens to win the AFC North at seven to five. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I hate the Ravens this year. Okay. So I, I, I actually like, I actually like, well, I mean, I think Cleveland's going to win that, but I like Pittsburgh at five to one in that division. Now, if you like the Ravens, you probably hate Pittsburgh. That's probably how that goes. I don't hate Pittsburgh, but if uh, Ben goes down again, it's, you know, I don't trust. Here's my number one thing. So the Ravens lost what they're starting running back the year. Yeah. And, You've got a quarterback who refuses to get vaccinated. So if he so much as comes into contact with someone with COVID, he's out for 10 days. I'm like, anybody who's fucking around with COVID, I'm betting against, just so you know. Did you see it? Speaking of Miles 
of that Miles Teller. He like refused to get. Uh, yeah, he shut the whole movie down. Yeah, fucking, and then he got COVID in the Godfather movie. Um, and shut the whole movie down. But yeah, so that's all I have for Division One. Do you have anything else? I had well, so I originally had the Giants for, but again, can't do it. Um, uh, I like taking a flyer in New Orleans. It's six to one. I don't know. I'm not sure where I feel about them. I just like six to one, and they're a good team. Yeah, uh, I love. I'm into that. I love the Rams at plus two hundred five. Um, again, I took Pittsburgh at five one. I like that Bills pick at two to three. I have to look at how it's money wise. How it would, uh, you know, minus one sixty. I don't know. You know, if it's worth it. Um, but yeah, we should put a thousand dollars on that. I, I'm not betting a thousand dollars against Belichick right now. Does not. Uh, Mac Jones is going to win that division. Rookie I think their back. defense. No, I think the Bill. I, look, I, I, you'll notice I have a lot of Bills stuff everywhere. I don't think it, but I. Um, well, we could talk about it. All right. Um, well. So that's what I got for team stuff. Now I'm going to get into some player stuff. Um, oh no, we could just let's do this. We'll do to make the playoffs. Who do you have to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs? I took four teams. I have two teams for this. I think Arizona plus one fifty is good. I think Arizona playoffs is a terrible pick. Okay. Because because they're the fourth best team in the division by far. I wouldn't say. Oh really? Who? I think they're be- they could be better than. Well, San Francisco well, like won six games last year. San Francisco's whole defense was hurt. Their quarterback was out for the year. Um, I, I I don't know. Like I was anti San Francisco at first. I was. I like. I had a bunch of things like because I'm I'm not a Jimmy G guy, but their schedule is super easy. Um, I think that, um, I think Arizona is decent, but I think that, um, what's his name? Their coach gets fired this year because he sucks. Um, Kingsbury, he's not a very good coach. Uh, you know, Seattle's going to be at least pretty good to me. The Rams, I think the Rams are going to be awesome. I think that, um, Adding Stafford is going to be so huge for that team. Yeah, I like. So. Um, so okay, you have Arizona. Um, you and I might just have to bet that straight up. Um, who else yeah. you got? And what do you think I have? The Giants. That plus two ten. I yeah. The only reason I have right. Giants is because that division is terrible, and if for some reason, like Daniel Jones. Has a good season, they can win that division. Yeah, game. the problem the problem with that picking that though is they're not going to get in as a wild card, right? So that's why I want to stay away from any team in that division because there's really one spot for four terrible teams, right? Uh, and I don't think the Eagles. So I think you're giving yourself a 33 percent chance, probably less than 33 because it's probably like Redskins and Cowboys and or whatever. Um, okay. So, all right, Giants, Arizona, who else? That's it. 
All right. So I I had the Bills, yes, but that doesn't pay, it pays out like minus four hundred. So I don't even know why I had it. I had the Pats, yes. I don't know where that is now. Um, I imagine it's probably not a good payout because everybody fell in love with Mac Jones this summer. I like Pittsburgh, yes, and I like the Colts, no. Now I feel like we bet the Colts no every year, but I don't trust that that division's terrible. Like that division's get one team, I think. And uh, I don't trust uh, Wentz to stay healthy. I don't even really like Wentz to begin with. So, Tennessee I would – Is what? Tennessee's going to be good. Yeah, I guess I, – maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't have – that's right. You like Tennessee. You like Julio. Okay. So, anyway, I'm saying Colts now. Um, and the Colts now. All right. So now let's get into over-unders. I have seven over-unders that I like. Okay, I've got one. Yeah, now i got some around there, too. All right, who's your first over-under? Well, I'll just do the first two, which is Texas under four and a half and Detroit under four and a half. Now, Texans is, is minus 200, four, under four and a half, but Detroit, from what I have, is under four and a half. It's plus 105. Yeah, I'm with you. No, no, I saw that Detroit. I'm with you on that, 100. percent That should be. That might have to be our bigger. Uh, I'm with you on both of those. I uh, I didn't have the Texans again because I think that division's really bad. I don't know what to make of the Jaguars, but um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm good with both of those. Um, cool. Um, I'm trying to think if I have. Um, all right, go ahead. What do you got? What else? I have Raiders under seven and a half. Ooh. I don't have that, but that's intriguing. I have Eagles under six and a half. See, I like that bet. Um, that's but plus I'm afraid 10. to bet against them. What? That's plus 110. I think I could be talking to that. I'm afraid to bet against them just because they seem to bite me in the ass every year, but okay. Uh, Chargers under nine and a half wins. Minus yeah, I, I, 120. I don't think. I don't think I like that. Uh, it's not, I, I can, there's a lot of hype around the Chargers. Supposedly people really like their coach. Um, and their quarterback is really good. Yeah. Um, they got their best, they got like, they essentially had like the, arguably one of the top five players in defense out for the last year and a half. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to bet on or against the Chargers. I'll just say that. Um, I have them as one of my playoff teams when I come down to it, so I probably wouldn't bet they're under, but okay. What else do you got? Giants over seven and a half plus one thirty, and Seahawks under nine and a half plus one thirty. I can't imagine betting Seattle under. Just never happened. Well, they are they're playing in a really tough division now. Yeah. Well apparently if you think that so you like Seattle to you like Arizona to have a better record than Seattle this year. Yeah. I do. Uh, Another reason I don't like Arizona is they got COVID problems too, because uh, what's this? Well, they lost Fitzgerald, which is whatever. Um, Well, we've got AJ Green back. Got AJ Green, so that's kind of pretty much an upgrade. They've got Fitzgerald or. um, um, 
yeah, Hopkins is basically maybe the best receiver, but he's another guy that I don't know his COVID status. He said he didn't want to get the vaccine. Uh, that worries me. Okay. Um, here's my under. I had a Miami under nine, or I don't even know. I don't. I don't have the numbers specific. I can look. I have Miami under. I have the Pats over. That's nine. I had the Steelers over. I originally had the Bears over, the but I'm taking that off the board because I think that that's their. When when they announced that Dalton was going to be their quarterback, I kind of lost any hope in them. And they have like a super hard schedule. So I'm going to take that off. Lions under, I was with you. I, I like the Packers oh, over. You think the Patriots are going to win 10 games? Yeah. I'll tell you, I went through their schedule. What do I have the Patriots at? I have them at 11 and 6. I wouldn't bet them on the over. I'd bet them on the playoffs before I'd bet them on the over. But I think, I think they're, I have them at 11 and 6. Okay, I think that's a lot of a lot more wins than they're going to get. But, all right, let me see. Here, here's what I let's, let's go through because I I went through every game and marked whether it's a win or a loss. So, did you take into fact that Mac Jones is their quarterback? I think he's looked really good. They say he, of all the of all the players, he is of all the rookie quarterbacks. He can re he's the most NFL ready of a. Do uh, you realize that? In the preseason, like they don't play full speed, right? Yep. Uh, Oakland under seven and a half. I had them at six and twelve, so I'm with you there. Let's see where I had Philly. I'm just trying to I'm trying to match up with what you took to see Philly. I had them at five and twelve, so that would be under six and a half. The Chargers, um, you know, because I go through game for game. Chargers, I had ten seven, so I can disagree with you there. Giants. I originally had the Giants pretty high. I think. Oh no, I had the Giants at seven and ten. And in Seattle, see. Now look, I obviously don't know anything about what I'm talking about. So Seattle, I had at eleven and six. I'm not. So here's the thing with 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 that division is they play. You keep. You know, this is the problem with betting against the NFC West, and maybe the problem with betting against Arizona is that they play the. AFC South, which means that they play like the Texans, Jaguars, Colts, and Titans. And all of those teams will probably at least go three and one out of those, uh, those four games, you know, at worst, they should all go three and one. Okay. So, and then they've, you know, then they play Detroit, then they play the NFC North. So, to me, I think that a team like the Seahawks is going to beat Detroit, Chicago, and, you know, Minnesota. I mean, you may disagree with Minnesota. That's fine. But it's just like right there, that's five out of conference wins on top of whatever you're dealing with. I just, I don't know. That's why I don't, I like the over on, uh, on like the Rams and the whatever. Uh, I still don't think the Pats are getting 10 wins. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's right. That's what we're going to do, the Packers. The, uh, the, the Patriots. Let's see. The Patriots. All right. Okay, let's go through it. For game one, Dolphins. Right. All right. So let's say that's a win. At the Jets, that's probably a win. Home for New Orleans. Probably, you know, we'll, we'll give them a loss on that. We'll give them a loss at home against Tampa Bay. Win at, at Houston. 
win against the Cowboys, went home against the Jets, lost at the Chargers. I don't think they beat the Cowboys. Great. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, lost at the Chargers. You, you might think they beat the Chargers. Uh, win at the Panthers, you might say different. Uh, They're not going to win at Patriots or Panthers. Really? You don't think they could beat Darnold on the road? Um, Browns, home, probably a loss. At the Falcons, depends on where you come out on them. Tennessee at home, I think that's a win. You probably think it's a loss. Lose at, the, lose at Buffalo. At the Colts, I think that's a W. Bills at home, a loss. Jacksonville a win. And then end with, uh, I believe, it's the, the Dolphins again, which is probably a win. I don't know. I'd say at least 11 and 6. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, Packers over. What do you think of that? What's the back over? I think it's like nine and a half. Yeah, I like nine and a half. Um, I have to double check, but uh, let me see. I last last that I when I did it, I, had, I would say yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. They're ten and a half. Ten and a half for the Packers. Yeah, I think I still like it at ten and a half. I just, I it depends what you think of Minnesota. I think that's where that kind of comes down to. Because I like the Minnesota under, I like Saints over, Rams over. That's where I come out with all that. Okay. All right. Cool. That gets us through teams, players. This is gonna, this is gonna kind of be all over the map. So, uh, let's start with this. Most, I, I I'm just with most. So I have. Three categories that I like. Most receiving touchdowns. You and I have already discussed this. We both separately liked it. Kelsey at 12 to 1. Yeah, that's our. Yeah, that's our. Yeah, we love that. Okay. Uh, anyone else? I like Diggs over 8.5. Wait, well, hold on. I'm saying that we're just going with most right now. We'll get oh, into players. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So then my next one is most passing yards. Um, there's four players I'd consider. Dak at 10 to 1. My favorite is Allen at 12 to 1. My second favorite is Stafford at 15 to 1. And then Ryan at 16 to 1. I'm not a big Ryan guy, so I probably wouldn't do that. But I like Allen and I like Stafford, or probably my two. Most passing yards. What were the ones that you like? Uh, I had Dak at 10 to 1, Allen at 12 to 1. Stafford at fifteen to one, and Ryan at sixteen to one. I have Allen at. That's one of my favorite bets at twelve. Yeah, I, I thought so. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll put that in. Uh, most rushing yards. I've got Chubb at five to one, and I got Zeke at twenty-five to one. Well, it's down to uh, five to one, huh? I had it eight to one. Well, let me let me see on rushing yards or touchdowns. Most rushing yards. Next job. Seven, seven to one. And Zeke's down to 16 to one. I don't like 16 as much as I like 25. That's seven to one. Okay. I put Joe Mixon at 25 to one just as a flyer. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, and 25 to one, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's uh, why, that's why, yeah. Okay. I think he's going to have a really good year, and there's a lot of shitty teams that he's going up against. Yeah. Right. Any other. Any other um, 
leaders like that? No. Stat leaders? Okay. All right. So now this oh, guy I kind of have all of You have most receiving yards? I only Kelsey. Oh, yeah. no, just touchdowns. Just touchdowns. I didn't do yards. Why, you have most receiving yards? Yeah. I like Justin Jefferson a lot. 14 to 1. All right. Um, Calvin Ridley at 11 to 1. And then Keenan right. Allen at 30 to 1. Um, but my favorite out of those would probably be Justin Jefferson at 14 to 1. Um, All right. And then I have most TD receptions. You have that? Yeah, didn't we do that? We did. We said that was Kelsey. Well, that's. Oh yeah, that's fine. I mean, we could. We're picking more than one person. That's fine. But that's the only one I have. Devontae Adams at nine to one. Who? Devontae Adams at nine. Oh, okay. And DK Metcalf twenty to one, but uh, but Kelsey is like. What's Metcalf? Twenty to one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be tough if you think that this team's going to lose ten games this year. That doesn't. They could score a lot of points and still lose. Yeah. Sure. So anyway. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, that's the most. That's all. The oh, most sacks. I love Cam Jordan at twenty to one. Oh, okay. For the Saints, most sacks. Yeah. Okay. I think I like that too. Um, all right, let's let's go. Players, it's our last category. All right. So uh, for okay, I'll just go through. I have most pass passing yards over under. Yeah. Okay. I have four of these that I like. Nothing that I love. Rogers okay. over over. 4,550 yards is even. Okay. I have, the, I like the under on that. Oh, I like the over. That, that's one of my, uh, that's one of my, uh, one of mine. Okay. Uh, Goff under 3950. Got that too. Let's, let's put that one in. Darnold over 3850. I like that. Uh, he's, yeah. Okay. Darnold. All right. And then Fitzpatrick under 3,900. I think we both like that. Yeah, we love that. Um, I, I would pick him on both yards and touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, whatever. I didn't even see the number. I just like it. yards over under that you like? What's that? Do you have any passing yards over under that you like? I do. So, I had Rodgers, Goff, um, yards, right? No touchdowns, just yards. Let's see. Yeah, I, um, I like – I think I like Derek. I don't. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Derek Carr under yards. Um, uh, whoever, whoever's a quarterback for Philly, I'm. I'm going to bet on their under yards. Hurts. It's going to. It what? Hurts, hurts right? Yeah, yeah. It'll, like it'll definitely be right. Okay. Uh, yeah, hurts under. I love whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's probably gone down because. They got Minshew. Minshew. Right. Uh, and I and I like Stafford over, but Stafford's yards are high. Um, I'd rather just bet on him to lead the league in passing than bet his over. I'll just say that. All right. So over or uh, over under passing TDs. Okay. 
one of my favorite bets that's on my list of favorite bets is Kyler Murray over 26 touchdowns. I think that's definitely going over. Uh, passing? Yeah. Yeah, you could bet that one on your – I'm not betting on him at all. Zach Wilson over 21 touchdowns? No, I don't want anything of that either. I don't want any part of that. And then Stafford over 29 touchdowns. Okay. Um, I have Burrow under 26 and a half. Um, oh, you know, what I didn't say the yards. I've under on Tua. I'm not a Tua guy. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in the under. Um, let's see. Uh, touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Again, with Fitzpatrick under his touchdowns, under Hertz touchdowns. I don't even know what they are. I'd just be under them. So, yeah, that's all I got uh, for passing. Uh, all right, over under rushing yards. So one of my top three bets. Um, okay. This is one of them. Um, it's not my favorite bet of the thing, but it's David Montgomery for Chicago over a thousand yards rushing at minus one fifteen. Okay. That's uh, I think is going to lock right there. All right, calling it a lock. And then Kyler Murray over 680 yards. I'll Rough. bet you on that. I'm going to bet in his under. So, you like his overall? Well, I make that under Kyler Murray. Because I think that team is in trouble. I think I just told you. I think Kingsbury's bad. I think they're going to have COVID problems. Uh, I think last year he got roughed up, and he really the second half of the year he stopped rushing as much. They have three really good receivers now. That's great. They also play against three really good teams in their division. Okay. That's the uh, rushing yards over on their app. All right. Rushing for me. I've got Lamar Jackson under 950 yards rushing. Um, Who else? Uh, That you're going to be, that we're going to be stressing over. Because he can have like 100 yards rushing games. Yeah, I know. Like, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only rushing, the only rushing yards that I have. And like the fact that they just lost their running back for the year, like he's going to be right. running. For yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. A thousand yards is a lot, though. Especially for a guy who won't take a fucking shot. So it's an extra game. Again, I like my bets based on guys who won't get go through the COVID protocol. Yeah. He's got COVID twice. He still won't get the shot. What do you that's have? not the guy. That's not the guy I'm betting on. All right. What else do you have for rushing yards over under? No, that's it. That's it. I just right. had uh, under Hopkins under, um, yeah, under Hopkins and under uh, Jackson. All right. Over under rushing TDs. Uh, one of my favorite bets is Najee Harris over seven touchdowns. Got you there. I'm with you there. And then I have. Uh, Jonathan Taylor under 12 touchdowns at minus 130, but for the Colts. Okay. They always, like, mix up their running backs. Like, Jonathan Taylor's always not out there. <laughs> He's coming off injury. Under under 12 TDs is, uh, is probably a good bet. Okay. What do you have? Uh, on T. So I think I have a few more of these. Um, I've got 
Um, let's see. I like Chubb over rushing t- touchdowns. I don't. I have to see the number. I don't have it in front of me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to take too long to look it up. But I like, I like Chubb over rushing touchdowns. Uh, there is a bet. I can't find it, but I told you this. Trevor Lawrence over three and a half rushing touchdowns. I love. Uh, I can't. If, I, if we can find it, I like Zeke over touchdowns. I like um, who else rushing? Um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's Those are my rushing guys. Okay. Chubb, wow. Chubb and Harris were my, were my two. Um, all right. Next. Russia, uh, receiving yards. Most res- over under receiving yards. I like A.J. Brown under 1,200 yards. A.J. Brown? Yeah, for Tennessee. Okay, because I like Antonio Brown under for Tampa Bay. Keep going now. Odell Beckham under 950. What? Look, I don't know if I like it, but I'll be fun to bet. Yeah. And then my my favorite bet of the whole thing that I think is a lock. I told you this. Cortland Sutton Sutton over 950 yards. Uh, I think that's a lock. He's definitely going over a thousand. Okay. He's their number one option. I can't, I can't make fun of it because I've got just, I've got ridiculousness like that too now. So that's my favorite bet of the whole thing. All right. Um, all right. That's, that's all the, uh, receiving yards I have. What do you got? I like Julio Jones under, um, you don't I know like, what, I don't know what the numbers are. I like, uh, Pitts over for Atlanta. Um, like I said, I, I like AB under, Antonio Brown under, I like Mike Evans under, and I, um, I'm not anti Tampa Bay. I just, they spread the ball out a lot. And if anything, if you followed Evans at all last year, the guy doesn't have a lot of yards. There's a lot of touchdowns. Uh, I like over on Brandon Nyoka yards for San Fran. I think it's like 800. Um, Again, if I'm going to play the COVID card, I'm betting Hopkins under yards. Uh, it's a tough sell. I understand. I wouldn't. I don't. I, I understand. I want to bet against that. Those are my under yard guys. Who are you about your touchdown guys? I wish you had all the numbers so I can tell you if I like it or not. Um, and I was trying to look it up while you were talking, but I can't. All right, receiving TDs over under. Um, my second favorite bet is. Darren Waller over seven and a half TDs. I think, you know, he's a he's a, he's potentially a two touchdown a game guy. So like, I don't know, seven and a half seems very low to me. It's minus one thirty. I think that's my second favorite bet of the whole thing. And then I like Diggs over eight and a half uh, at one ten. Yeah, I, I didn't have that, but I, I'm in on that. That's pretty good. Um, eight and a half, I mean, a guy like that, anything under 10, it's tough not to take, right? Yeah. Uh, my touchdowns receiving, um, let's see, what did I – see, now I'm trying to find the, my, my player stuff. Um, I think um, regular – here we go, regular season. So, first guy I had was C.D. Lamb. 
Uh, see, it's gonna take me forever to find this shit. Um, I think his was like nine. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I can't find Chris Godwin. I like his over seven and a half. Um, oh, Hopkins yards, by the way, is 13-15. You know, the 17th game really screws everything up. Because I see that number, I'm like, easy. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a 17th game. Uh, yeah, that's it. CD Lamb receiving yards is 10-15. The touchdowns is off the board. Oh, wait, no, hold on. His touchdowns are six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. See, I like that. Yeah, I'm into that. Um. Anyway, I like that. So we we got so all right. So let's go through to make this somewhat entertaining because I'm sure that that was not entertaining at all. But did did you come up with who you see? I'll, you probably didn't come up with who you see winning the division, making the playoffs, did you? Uh, I said the make playoffs was Arizona. Was the one that I like. All right. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm going to go through each division. Division. Okay. AFC East. AFC East. I've got it going: Buffalo, New England, Jets, Miami. Okay. Well, how about this? Who wins the AFC East? Buffalo. What do you say? All right. Who wins the AFC North? Uh, Packers. Oh, wait. No. AFC. AFC North is what? Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Cleveland. I got Cleveland too. Okay. AFC South. We both have Tennessee. Yeah. AFC West, KC. There's no way you have anybody else, right? Kansas City, yeah. All right. So you got Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, Kansas City. All make the playoffs. Three wild cards. I have New England, Pittsburgh, and the Chargers. Okay. Anyone you want to throw in there instead? You like the Raiders? You don't like the Chargers? No, I don't like the Raiders. Oh, you don't like the Raiders. You don't like the Chargers. Do you like Denver? Um, they have a good defense, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, you have to take seven teams. So, like, let's go through this. Buffalo, you don't like New England. You don't like the Jets. You don't, Do you like Miami? Hold on one second. I got to pull this up. All right. Um... So I would say the Colts as a playoff team. Okay. Um, New England. But you didn't think New England would win nine games. No, I didn't win. They would win 10 games. But the over-under is nine. So if you don't think that – if you think they're going to make the playoffs, you should bet the over on nine. All right. Baltimore. Baltimore, Okay. Yeah, Baltimore Colts, Patriots. All right. NFC, NFC East. Um, just take your team. No, I don't know. Washington? No, just take your – I'm going to take my team. Just take your team because it's – yeah, I mean, why not, right? It's not like – it's right. worth taking. Okay. You're not going to take another team out of that division, so. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win that division. We'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, NFC North. Um, Green Bay. Right. NFC South. Buccaneers. Me too. Uh, NFC West. Um, 
This is a tough one. Uh, I know. Rams. All right. So you and I have picked all eight division winners the same. Okay. Except for the Giants and the Cowboys. Well, yeah. I mean, we're just saying NFC. Like, yeah. like it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, who are your three wild card teams in the NFC? Uh, Saints. Okay. Um, the 49ers. And uh, damn, I still think Arizona's going to make the playoffs. So I'm going yeah, to say it's got to be Arizona, given what you're saying. Yeah, I think Arizona's making the playoffs. Okay. So I have uh, Saints, 49ers, and the Seahawks. So we're pretty, we're pretty close. Somehow you and I will find a way to lose, to find the only losing combination of all of that. Yeah, pretty much. Just want to put it out there. Uh, so are we going to do picks? Um, oh, yeah, we should do picks, huh? Can you do it off the cuff? Because I didn't pick my picks either. What was our – what did we pick? Three? We picked four, um, or did we pick three? You picked three, right? Yeah, I think three. Okay. So yeah, I can every do year we do this, we never put anything on the line. What can we put on the line this year? Let's make the bets. We'll come up an off-the-air thing. We do that every time, and we never come up with a thing. Well, we'll do it. We'll make sure we do it. All right. We'll, tell, we'll, we'll disclose what that is next week. Yeah. Three picks. Week one, NFL. Giving as we talk, we're we're coming them up with them. I know the teams I picked in my pick 'em pool, so I should probably pull that up. Um, my first pick is uh, 49ers minus eight at Detroit. All right, hold on. Let me write it down. G. SF minus eight at Detroit. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, view my picks. Let me see. My first pick is um, is New England. Let me see. New England minus. I have it. At, I guess what the lines change to. It's minus three. Minus three. I got New England minus three. It's Miami. Okay. My second pick is um, the Panthers minus four and a half versus the Jets. That's my second pick too. Okay. Sorry, that that's that was actually the one. I, okay. And I am gonna go Ram. No, I'm not going Rams. I'm gonna go. Uh, Saints plus four and a half versus the Packers. Ooh, okay. I am going to go on Monday night in Vegas, the Raiders plus four and a half against the Ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how it's happening. I was thinking about taking the Colts as my third pick, but uh, I don't know. That's going a little bit. I can't believe you're going the Raiders. All right. So they're opening their stadium. On Monday night. Yeah. I like it. All right, cool. Oh, okay. 
fuck off there and kind of see what the hell we Yeah, do. I got to kind of go through all this stuff and uh, send it to you and figure out how we're... Because we got to get this shit in tonight, right? Or tomorrow? Yeah, before the game, yeah. Ugh, that's like a full-time job. It is. Um, all right, good luck to us. Good luck to us. Hopefully, good luck to you all who gamble and don't follow our advice because we're terrible. True. I think we're going to win this year, though. I do, too. I do, too. I feel good. I, I, feel, I don't feel good, but I, I think good. we're going to win this year. I feel good about it. All right.